Welcome, Steph, David, Aileen, to the Data Lab podcast. Hi. Thanks for coming along. Um, so I want to start with you, Steph. So can you give me an overview of what CodeClan is and what the mission of the organisation is? Yeah, for sure. Um, so CodeClan is Scotland's first and only award-winning digital skills academy. Um, it's industry-led and we're on a mission to help bridge the digital skills gap in Scotland. And then, so how do you go about delivering that mission? Because that's a big ask. Yeah, it's a big ask. Um, so sort of three different approaches. So the first is to understand the skills that are sought by employers and industry across Scotland um, and incorporate that into how we design the courses. Uh, we want to know the technologies that businesses are using so we can teach those skills as well. Um, and really just incorporate those into a full course that the students can do and then be prepared to go out into the real world and work. Um, for the students, that it's the benefit is we're focusing on teaching skills that are really relevant right now um, the courses are dynamic and they change each time we run um, just to keep up to date with what industry demands um, and yeah we have an employer partner program so we have over 400 graduates every year um, that engage with employer partners and together that mission is place students that have the skills with these partners that the demand is there. Okay and so you talked about a variety of courses so we're going to talk specifically and get into the depth of data which is fantastic but you do a number of other courses so what's the flavour of the other types of offerings? Yeah so there's three different campuses there's one in Glasgow there's one in Edinburgh and there's one in Inverness um, and they offer different things there's the professional software development course and um, that's what Cogland's always done there's the data analysis which is us uh, and then there's full stack in Inverness right now and that's just in its infancy and that's the start so three campuses across Scotland that deliver these courses and we do a bunch of short courses we'll talk a bit more about them later but yeah, there's a whole lot of short courses, courses for business. Yeah, one for everyone. <laughs> Amazing. So, Aileen, from your perspective, when did CodeClan start and what have been the main achievements so far? Yeah, so uh, CodeClan started in October 2015, so just over four years ago. Uh, we just had our fourth birthday party, which was really good. Um, and in October 2015, they welcomed the first class of uh, professional software development students. Um, and I'd say the main achievements have been the growth of CodeClan um, and also the number of students that have been, uh, they've gotten into employment. Um, so over the four years, they've, uh, as Seth said, they started in Edinburgh, but they've now got Inverness and Glasgow. Um, but in that time, they've had over 800 graduates and over 675 um, CodeClan has helped into employment that has been relevant to the course, um, which is pretty unbelievable, to be honest. Um, but also, uh, like Steph said about the short courses, there's been about the same amount of people that have gone into short courses. So there can be like around two to three days. Um, and that's just helping people upskill in, in a range of areas, um, whether it be user experience, agile, um, kind of understanding development, um, intro to R, uh, just a real broad range. So I think across the fact that they're doing intensive long courses as well as short courses is been pretty amazing. So it's a great mix of different offerings for lots of different situations that companies find themselves in, I guess, when, when upskilling. Now, we are going to home in on data side. You guys are all the data people. Um, <laughs> so before we get into the course, it would be interesting to explore uh, with you, Steph and Aileen. So how did you become involved with CodeClan to begin with? So Steph, you want to? Uh, yeah, uh, I guess it started. So I did a lot of teaching, programming and data analysis while I was doing my PhD at Glasgow. Um, they had quite an ambitious goal to overhaul their undergraduate courses from SPSS to R. So I got really involved in designing courses there, specifically how to teach data and R. 
Um, and then I finished my PhD and I, I didn't really know what to do. I knew I wanted to leave research. That was not for me, but I missed teaching. So I went out to industry for a while. I worked in pharma, <laughs> worked in data science there for a couple of years. Um, and that was good. Uh, learned a lot. And then I saw Coldclamber advertising on Twitter. They were looking for writers for the new data analysis course. So I messaged Jo, who runs a company called Dufini, um, and she said, yeah, come in, have a chat about writing. So I did that, started writing the course with them, and it just progressed after a couple of months. They said, would you be interested in coming back and teaching? I was like, yeah, because I really miss teaching from the uni days. So it just, I don't want to say just happened, but <laughs> it kind of happened. They offered me to come and be an instructor in the data course, and I said, yeah. Let's do it. And the rest is, that's it. <laughs> so you were teaching for the first cohort? I, I taught, well, I wrote I wrote some of the course and I taught a few days. I was freelancing for Coldclan during the first one, but I didn't start until the end of the first one, officially. So, yeah, it was Aileen that was there the whole time for the first one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so what was your story, Aileen? So you started from the very beginning? Yes. Um, so I basically let, I used to work as an analytical consultant um, and then I left because I got really too interested in trying to find um, data for social purposes. Mm -hmm. um, so I had a meeting with Joe again, uh, Joe Watts, who's the designer of the course, and I actually went to go speak to her about uh, DataKind, um, mm -hmm. which is a charity that helps other charities um, make use and become more data-driven. Um, and while I had this meeting with her, which was in CodeClan, coincidentally, um, she said that they were looking for a teaching assistant for the course and um, because they kind of wanted someone there throughout the whole uh, course for the first cohort of students. Um, so I just planned on being there for three months, but I was like, this is a role with a social purpose, so I can get on board with that. Um, and absolutely loved it. Uh, so now I'm a permanent employee and have moved up to assistant instructor. And yeah, loving it. Yeah, it's great. And so let's talk about the course then. Uh, now, talk me through some of the learning objectives and the areas of, of focus. Um, Aileen, do you want to give us an intro to that? Yeah. Um, so our kind of, uh, Steph will probably talk a bit more about the kind of in-depth of each mm. module, um, but the main aims that we have for the course is to train people to be data literate. So our real focus is not just to train programmers, um, although those skills obviously are needed to be able to analyse data, but we really want to teach um, how people think about data and make sense of it and approach data. Um, we also try and do a number of sessions about how to answer business questions. So we want to make sure that people are comfortable with work, kind of applying those skills in, in a business sense. Um, and we also want to make sure that we teach, uh, we do a number of sessions on communication. Mm -hmm. um, and also the projects are based on client briefs. So it's all about turning, sort of going straight from business questions all the way through to communicating it. So we really try and focus on the soft skills as well as the kind of programmy skills um, and how we do that is we give them a solid understanding of our programming and um, but we also do SQL and Python um, throughout it as well um, and we have three core modules and then at each end of each of the modules which I think is really key we have a project um, I think that's so so important for helping people consolidate what they've learned um, and yeah, I really do think that that is one of the, the main sort of takeaways. And, and the students own those projects at the end and can showcase them to employers. 
Um, and yeah, we try and work on the sort of people taking approach to data. We have a lot of open-ended labs and homeworks and projects where we get the students up to discuss their answers because there's not always one right answer. Um, so yeah, I think it's kind of special in that way. Yeah. Steph? Yeah, just as Aileen said, like for data analysis, it's yes, you need to learn how to code and you need to be able to work a spreadsheet, but you also need to be able to take insight from those spreadsheets and take insight from numbers. So a huge part of the course is how can we understand data um, as well as the basics. So Aileen did talk about, we have three modules. The first one is like all about that intro to data. What is data? How do we think about data? And also intro to programming. So the first week is... I don't want to say baptism of fire, but it's like right in, it's like, here's our, here's some basics, you know, and it's quite a full-on week, I might say. <laughs> David could probably, <laughs> David can attest to that, but it really gets you into the idea that, okay, this is going to help me understand the data that's coming in. Uh, and then we do a week of SQL to get used to databases, um, and then we start data cleaning, data processing, you know, when someone sends you a spreadsheet and it's got heaps of missing values or they've let people type in whatever they want, you know, I was like, well, we had a classic, like, which country do you live in? And they'd left it as free text. I think it was about 800 different answers for USA. <laughs> so working with problems like that um, and how to start thinking about data before you even begin analysing it, what are we doing? So that's the first module's all about that. And we do as well things like, you know, reproducibility, write code that's reproducible, data management, data governance, ethics, you know, version control, everyone's favourite, Git and GitHub, you know, things that you would not usually get just on a data course that you might sign up for online. Like if you're just practising some programming, you can learn those things to an extent, but it's all about working with data and how you interpret it and how you actually go into a business and be a data analyst that can help them, you know. So that's what the first model is about, and it finishes with the project. Well, we've got two projects. We've got an ethics project, which they go away over the weekend and think about an ethical issue in data. We had some really good ones uh, just not that long ago, but like facial recognition, machine learning. Should we rely on black box, driverless cars? You know, uh, and then we do a well, we call it a dirty data project <laughs> because that's what it is. You know, we give them a horrific data set that we found online to clean up and analyze and give us some insights. So. That's a good week of them realising what the realities of working with business data is actually like, yeah. you know. So that's the first module, and then it moves on a bit. The second module is more about statistics, visualisation, and we start introducing some more specialist topics then. We did time series and spatial analysis. Those are quite topical in Edinburgh as well, with, like, this DDI and the Glasgow's having its big conference about sustainability, and it, you know. So we started doing that. Um, statistics is a intro that <laughs> is very useful to them, but I guess uh, people are always afraid of statistics. I think when you see it online or when you see it in a course and someone's not there to walk you through it, it can be a bit unnerving. Like I'm not maths minded at all, uh, Aileen is, but I'm not, I, you know, I didn't study maths, but I did a lot of statistics. So it's that reassuring walk through some statistics in module two. And we finish that one with a group project about building a shiny dashboard. So they work, they get given a business brief and then they worked towards that brief for, well, the business in our case was CodeCon. They wanted to find out about their website data. So they did that. And that's the second module. And I think that's a really good way <laughs> of learning to work in a team with a group project. You know, it's always difficult working on one thing as a group, especially in data. So that's the second one. And then the third one, 
ramped up a little bit. That's when we start talking about predictive analytics and machine learning and how can we build models that would help businesses say, right, well, we can understand what we have now, but what's next, you know? And that module, we do try and just leave open-ended so that by that point, we hope they'll be able to take data and tell us their insights. That's the whole point of being a data analyst for business, right? Like learn to give businesses actionable insights. Um, And then we do some more specialist topics like text mining, and we have some cool like speakers that come in and do workshops and things about like machine learning models and testing how good a model is and overfitting and underfitting, you know, just getting used to the fact that you need to start thinking a bit about what you're doing as a specialist. So that's pretty much the course. It finishes with a final project they all do by themselves um, where we give them business briefs and they go away and do the whole start to finish, like start with a really messy data set, come to me with an actionable insight. And that's been really good fun. I think that's a key skill actually for them to show potential employers. It's like, well, I've worked with this company for a project, you know, so it's good fun. Yeah. <laughs> it's an in-depth course. <laughs> and starting off with that messy data is, <clears throat> is, is fantastic because we see a lot of people doing courses and they're top methods in the toolbox and they expect that when they go and apply them in whatever company they work with they just apply those tools and the data's already done and the reality is far from that as you're talking about yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> and what, what about the soft skills side of it then so um how are you developing the students within the, the softer side because i think aileen mentioned that you do quite a lot there yeah i think we i, I mean we have specific weeks set up like right now the students are on careers week so the career experts at CodeCon um, will come in and say, right, let's, let's think about your CV and how you can be yourself and how would you describe this? And we give them example because we, we've all worked in industry, so we've got examples of, oh, I got asked this in an interview and this technical question might come up. And it, it's about developing how to really explain data as well, not just like in a way, oh, I, can, I did this and I selected these variables and I did this, but it's like, why did you do that? Why have you left those out? Um, so we do try to put that through the course. They've got careers week. They have learning support who come in and talk about working in groups and how to develop yourself. And Cold Clan every Friday has sessions where people come in to give talks about how they work. But I think it's like an ongoing process, really. When we're teaching, we leave, like, we don't put answers on <laughs> some of the questions, you know. And like you were saying, they get them up to start presenting to us, like, code reviews and peer review. And we get like non um, for the some of the projects and things. The clients are kind of non-technical people. We get people from Code Clan in to listen to the presentations and kind of, you know, we're technical people and we take for granted all the terminology and the understanding. And we these students are like so in deep in these projects, but we try and give them feedback as if to be like, if this was a business executive, have you met exactly what uh, the communication of of what you've done? Because it's all well and good building something that's amazing but if you can't communicate that to the people making the decisions in the business then it doesn't get put into action and we really really try and hammer home that sort of that one step that's beyond analysis that is the action and value mm-hmm. yeah yeah just get them to talk to each other like as well listening is a key part and sometimes listening to people's presentations and their insights about data is not something that even if you've worked with data on a spreadsheet you've maybe never had to be the one to listen and judge like 
is that do I believe that is that accurate like what do I think about that would I agree so we do peer feedback on all our presentations and every morning we have a stand-up and a homework review and people can pitch in and say why well, did it this way actually and you know just that soft skill of working in a team and critiquing your own work as well as others is I think really difficult it's really difficult to teach it's really difficult to get experience in if you don't do it so yeah. we're just trying to overload them with it in the course essentially <laughs> so they're really good at it by the time they're finished <laughs> so you're on the second cohort of data analysis now yeah so who are the types of people that are applying and enjoying the course and who are you pitching at so it's a total wide variety of people that come in but I'd say the main people are career changers and mm -hmm. um, people that um, quite often we, we term them as frustrated Excel users um, <laughs> you know some people have come in and they've not touched data before um, but I think a lot of the people come in because they understand the future value of data um, and they're a bit frustrated because they know what it can do but they've maybe not got all the skills that that they want to kind of progress their career forward um, and I think the, the real great thing is we've got people from so many different industries uh, that come in for the course. And I think that just goes to show that data is in every industry. So even if you know you work in one industry and you want to change, but you want to get into data, no problem. Um, and I think a real key thing about CodeClan with you know targeting career changers is the fact that these people have a few years or a few decades worth of industry experience um, in different industries and I think that is so so valuable when it comes to data because you don't just need to know the data you need to know the organizations and how they work so I actually personally find one of the most satisfying things is when students come in and say oh you know we did this project or we did this task in the Code Clan course if I had known how to do that in my old job it would have made it so much more efficient, so much more effective. And I think that just goes to show that, you know, we are making a bit of a difference in, in the kind of skills that we're showing them. So I think for me, that's one of the, the big things. Um, but yeah, we take a, a whole range of people, which makes it interesting. And you have a mix, don't you? So there's people who are paying themselves or companies that are releasing them for that period, is that right? Yeah, it just depends. Last time there was one um, person that was on there, the company paid them and the rest were all... Uh, this time we don't have anyone sponsored, actually. We do, sponsored places are a really valid option. Um, it's all just people who are really keen. And there's such a wide variety this time. We've got someone who's an actor all the way through to someone who's worked with data for 20 years, you know, and they both have these skills that they can bring to it because they both like data and they have these different backgrounds. So they're just, they're both excellent. I love it. But, um, yeah, it's a mix of people for the... The, the big course is, is quite a long time for a company to release someone. Um, like we're very aware of that. And yeah. we'll is talk, that 16 you know, weeks or is it 12 weeks? Ours is 14 weeks. 14, okay. um, yeah, it's quite a long time. We'll, we'll talk more later about the future plans, but the idea behind you know short courses and smaller data courses for businesses are, okay, we'll try and give you what you need, but on a shorter time scale. So yeah, right now we've just got, everyone's just there because they love it. So. <laughs> and I guess you're touching on growth ambition there and, and scale, Eileen. So is, is the plan to take it across the other hubs that you have or how are you planning to grow it? Yeah, so the kind of main plan for the course we've got is to continue to grow and develop it. Um, we think it'll be big 
if not bigger than the software development course. Um, I personally think it will be bigger. Um, but, you know, you need a good bit of rivalry within a company no to, <laughs> to promote that. Um, but, yeah, we also are going to be working a lot on um, upskilling for businesses. So creating shorter courses that they can send their employees on. Uh, that would be maybe two to three weeks. Um, that's going to be a business-centred model course in data analysis, um, focused in R and visualisation and then again we really key want to do a project at the end of that uh, programme because again really truly believe that you need some sort of consolidation um, otherwise there's a risk you go back into your job you don't use it and you lose it um, so yeah that's going to be a, a big one for us next year and um, also we've got a number of two to three day short courses that people can go on um, kind of ones based around R. There's also, they've just la launched an understanding programming course um, for based on software development. We're gonna do one for data and that's gonna be aimed at people like business executives that aren't gonna do the technical aspects of data but um, people who've worked in the industry, sometimes the communication between people at high levels and people doing the work can be difficult because of terminology, understanding what people are doing. Um, so that's going to be really interesting course and really working on how people communicate. Um, and yeah, the longer courses, uh, it's going to be launched in Glasgow at, in 2020. And yeah, we'll just keep running it in, in Edinburgh as well. So yeah. Lots of good things. You're going to keep so. busy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> We're so busy. <laughs> I've got this vision in your office of a KPI dashboard. The number of students doing data, the number of students doing uh, software development, every yeah. Monday you're chasing each other. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's busy. It's exciting because there's so much potential for so much. Um, but yeah, it's a lot, a lot of like plans and we're like, yes, we just want to do it, you know, so... It's good. We're keen though. We're, we're keen. We're, we're <laughs> over keen, which is, yeah, but good. Fantastic. So, David, mm -hmm. so let, let's talk about experience as a now graduate because you're in the first cohort. Yeah, that's right. So, tell me, what were you doing before CodeClan and what led you to decide to take the course? Yeah, it was kind of a, a long road actually. I was working as a, a senior project support officer for a company called Esri UK in their professional services department. Um, they specialise in geographic information systems. So, Basically, it's a data yep. company, um, and I worked for about 12 years working on customer projects and internal projects. Um, I was already using data a little bit in my role as one of these frustrated Excel <laughs> users that you were talking about, um, and using tools like Power BI. Um, part of my role was um, doing that, supporting project managers, and also being a sub subject matter expert for the tools that we actually used within the business. Um, I'd also got some data migration experience working on internal projects. And I've been involved in a little bit of um, cross-team collaboration and GDPR preparations and things like that. So um, the thing that actually inspired me to um, get involved more with data was attending DataFest. I went to the first DataFest in Edinburgh okay. and was really inspired by meeting so many different people that are so passionate about data and seeing all these brilliant presentations. And I thought I went back to work I thought, oh, I must be able to do something around this. Um, and kind of did a few courses, you know, some of the online courses. Yeah did a few data camp courses. But one thing I found is difficult is to work out what to do in a structured way to kind of learn it. Um, and I knew of CodeClan because of the software development course, I got regular emails from them. And I got an email from them saying, we're going to start the data analysis course. And it just arrived at the right time when I was just thinking about doing that. Um, so I went along to one of the info sessions that they run, just to sort of give you a little bit of background about what would it involve, how hard would it be, what the sort of you know commitment would be, how much homework would it be, and the answer to that was a lot, basically. <laughs> Immersive. Immersive, yeah. So, um, 70 day course. 
So I, I think I, I spent a week or two thinking about it after the session and decided I really wanted to do it. So it was a big decision because I had to give up the work to do it. But um, I haven't looked back since. It's been a, a fantastic experience doing that. So so what has been your experience of the course? And talk about, because well, leaving a job after number of years yeah. and starting something brand new yeah. it's a pretty scary prospect yeah. I would imagine so what were you feeling on day one and how did that evolve through the I th- course? I think obviously apprehensive because you know that's a big step to take um, I think I'd been reassured though that it was the right direction to go in and I'd spoken to lots of other people as well and they're saying oh yeah data is, is a place where there isn't enough skills and if you're going to study that that's going to be a really useful thing to do um, but yeah Apprehensive, obviously, we had a couple of weeks of pre-course work prior to starting the course, um, and it's been a long time since I've been in full-time education, as you can probably tell from my grey hair. Um, looking back in it now, um, it's by far the most intense period of study I think I've ever had. Um, and I think nearly everybody on the course found that, no matter what background they came in. And they've spoken there about, you know, been a wide variety of backgrounds, and that's true from our, our course as well. And I think that's what's really good about it. You're meeting so many different people from different backgrounds, and it makes it really good. Um, and it was also interesting just how much of a team our classmates became. They did mention this on the on the sort of intro session, saying, oh, you'll become a really tight unit after you, you start this course, but it was really true. Everybody was kind of helping out each other, and we're kind of in this whole process together which is a bit full on as you kind of you've got the, an idea of it from what they've been saying. So our cohort was a small class of seven um, for a wide variety of backgrounds. And it was really good having such a small class because you're able, always able to get help from the instructors or classroom assistant if you're getting stuck in anything as the course was progressing. Um, as I say, one of the things I thought was really good was this daily stand-up that you mentioned. It's really good just having that at the start of each day just to talk about what happened the day before how did you feel about what being taught? How did you get on with the homework you had last night? And just everybody just sort of honestly seeing what they, how they were getting on was really confidence building for you because you could see oh, other people may be struggling with some things I thought it would just be me that was struggling with. And it's just really good bonding exercise that helps you, you know, sort of get through it basically, I think. That's one of the it's sort of key things. Smiling when you're here. <laughs> <laughs> it's a kind of feedback loop to you guys as well, I'd imagine, to understand how the students are feeling and things you might need to go back over or Yeah, exactly. I think um I guess cause, like the structure we teach at Code Clan is in the morning you come in and we have a daily stand up as David was saying, where we all stand around the little rubber duck that we have uh, and share our thoughts and innermost feelings <laughs> about Does the, the duck day. have a name? Well, we've got one called Mr. Tibble after <laughs> after an hour package. <laughs> um, but yeah, that and then it, it switches into, you know, we teach, but the way we teach is different as well. We live code on the board, like on, I say on the board, we've got a projector connected to our laptops. So we live code, we don't give out notes before um, and the students code along with us. And that was when you say if we need help, there's always yeah. instructors. Um, there'll be one at the front and two or three, depending on how many students are in the room at the back watching if you need help um, and that's the way we work it, it, it's quite intense um, mm. because you're coding constantly um, but you're learning along the way and we don't <laughs> fire through it and never stop you know we take every 10 minutes or so we try and put a wee task in we have labs you know so you go off and do things in the afternoon so that stand up is like all about that as well like that's how we teach it's our getting feedback from the day. <laughs> it's our daily pep talks. Yeah. I, I, I've, we've given a lot of pep talks in the time as well because I think, like David said, it, it can be like a big jump for people coming into this and um, some of the students are, you know, feel very underconfident in things but 
they kind of forget how much they're learning and how well they're doing. Yeah. Um, so we've got learning support that's always there, a, a team of them to help students if they're having any problems. But we're always around. Um, I've never given so many pep talks in my life, <laughs> but I love it. Like um, to see them kind of grow in confidence yeah. has been really good. Yeah. And David, from your perspective as a student going through that course, what were what was the what was the most challenging aspect of it to you? And also, was there an element that just clicked with you because you had some data experience before? Yeah, I, I kept waiting. There were sort of weeks where people say, oh yeah, I've done stats before, I've got this week, it'll be dead easy. I never had a week like that. <laughs> it was pretty much, all of it was quite challenging, but it was good actually because it was it was so challenging. Um, I think the th thing I struggled most, most with was writing functions, because I hadn't had any programming experience before. There was one or two people that had a little bit of programming experience. Um, and also I had no stats experience either, so that was that was another thing that was um, challenging to get up to grips with. But I just really enjoyed it all. It, it was challenging, but um, I think it was it was it was great to do it, and it's good to push yourself to yep. to do stuff that you you normally wouldn't do. Um, so from that point of view, it was good. Uh, I think my favourite part was actually working with actual data, um, and we had some really messy data sets to, to work with, <laughs> and just now working actually with data is you know they are quite quite nice ones in comparison to some <laughs> of the ones we get now. So I don't think you can have enough messy data to to work with. That, that's really important part and, and that's what I find challenging and find really interesting about the course and what I'm finding really interesting about my, my current role as well. And so well let's talk about your current role so you, you took the jump to leave work do this course with Code Clan, and now you have a role. Yes. So tell us about the role and also how you transitioned from doing Code Clan into that role as well. Yeah so it was interesting because some of the, the data sets that were given on the course came from this company called Topolytics mm -hmm. And they came along to the networking event, um, and I ended up getting a, a job with them. I did a couple of my projects on their um, data. So we had a group project where he was working on some data that they'd given us. And I did my individual project on another data set that they gave us to work with. So um, it's basically a, a small startup company um, in Codebase just next door with the Code Clan. Um, and their, their sort of remit is for um, tracking data, uh, tracking, sorry, waste uh, is what they do. And uh, at the moment we're working on a, a proof of concept project for DEFRA. Um, so it's really interesting working in a small team. My role is a little bit of a hybrid between what I was doing before at Esri and using the data skills that I've, that I've learned. So I'm doing a little bit of project support and some data analytics as well. But because it's a small company, you, know, you sort of pitch in and do, do lots yeah. of different things. But it's really good. It's, um, it's really great having a combination of things that I've done previously and the new things that I'm learning. Yeah, so that's been great. I was going to say, has there been moments then in Topolytics where you've, you've thought, right, this is the stuff I learned at CodeClan, now I'm applying it? Yeah, well, first day I was actually doing some shiny dashboards, which is quite surprising. <laughs> so I went straight into it. So um, it's quite good from, from that point of view. So immediately using skills that I'd learned on the course, yeah. but then also learning using skills that I'd had from, from way back as well. So it's a nice mixture of things. So that's an amazing story then from moving from one job, retraining through the code client guys and then getting into the next yeah, role. Yeah, that's really good. <laughs> uh, so back to Aileen and, and Steph. So Steph, um, we're talking about that kind of path then to working with companies and, and you guys are obviously collaborating with companies and, and, and doing that to enable both, I guess, collaboration and data and also the students then to progress into roles. So how many organisations are you engaging with at the moment? and? and How's that set up for the kind of collaboration? Um, yes, well, CodeClan has a partnership programme. Um, 
it's there's different levels to it. One is to for us to be able to ask industry quite easily, like what skills do you want your employees to have, so we can incorporate them. The obvious main focus is they can give students jobs when they finish. So Quicklan has two hundred and forty partners right now. Um, they're not all specifically to data. A lot of them are software and tech. Just that's where Quicklan's history is. But the software people hire data people, it's all mixing into one now. Um, there's, there's loads of people in the software course that actually go into data roles with these hiring partners. So it's really interesting. Um, and they can be companies from startups, like as David was saying, Top Politics is a startup, um, to public sector organisations, businesses, big corporations. Um, and it's not a specific industry, you know, it spans everything like tech, finance, health, anything really. So big big bank of partners <laughs> um, and there's different ways to get in and be a partner um there's you can just be a hiring partner where you are looking for new employees um and you know Quicklan has this immersive intensive program that's retraining all these excellent people so you can just be a partner um this means you can come as David was saying to all the events that Quicklan do talk to the students can donate data sets you can also do, do that if you're not a partner and you're just interested in getting involved you know that's the kind of idea um, you can be an ambassador, so you can work closer with businesses through CodeClan, that kind of idea. The software, we don't do it right now for data, but for the software, there's a sort of partner program called Client Experience, um, and that's for partnerships with charities. So they can come in, and as far as I've seen so far, it's like, we would love to do this, but we don't have the capabilities. So they come to CodeClan and the students do it as a two-week project at the end of their course and build something for these charities, um, which is really good. Um, and then there's an advisory board as well, like a technical skills advisory board you can set on for CodeClan. So those are the different ways that you can be a partner with CodeClan. Um, and yeah, that's about it, I think. You get to come to all our cool events and hire the best cream of the crop students. <laughs> so Aileen, is there a, or what is the cost for a, a company to participate? Or if I'm a student on my own, what's the cost to me to do that? Yeah, so for companies, um, there's no cost to become a partner um, unless you go on to hire one of the graduates um, and then they pay a placement fee. Um, so it's quite good. It's a sort of no win, no fee uh, sort of uh, experience there. And then for students, uh, there's a number of different ways you could either get your company to sponsor you, um, in which case your company would pay and you would go back into uh, work afterwards, or uh, you'd be self-funded or there is a number of different funding options which are all available on our website um, where you can get loans and bursaries uh, to fund the course, um, which you'd repay at a later date. Okay. And um, I wanted to ask Steph and Aileen, yeah, I mean, I've done a lot of podcasts and I haven't seen so many people smile so much through the podcast. <laughs> I don't know if you had a gin before you came in here <laughs> uh, or it's just getting next to Christmas. But I guess... Um, to maybe ask Steph first, so what have you learned in being involved in this um, yourself? Because you came from academia, you worked, and now you're doing this. Yeah. I think, for me personally, when I think about what we learn from D, like, we call them DE1 and DE2. So DE1 was the first cohort that David was on. Um, there were so many people involved in writing that, and it was such a good course, and it was so full. <laughs> that for what we took away from it was maybe a bit like, people need a little bit of breathing space <laughs> sometimes we were so keen to teach everything and I guess like you don't need to teach everything in 14 weeks you it's better to have a real solid understanding of all the basics that you can then go and apply um so we have taken a wee bit out of the course from DE1 to have some more consolidation time but 
all the core stuff's still there and I think uh, David's very positive and smiling and we're smiling because it's heartwarming to hear how much he liked it but I think we were all there you know during that 14 weeks it's very intense it is very immersive you learn a lot you definitely get your money's worth but it's yeah. hard for people so yeah. just taking a wee step back I think is always good and saying what do people really need to go and start you know you learn so much on the job when you're working and it's going to be specific to where you're working as well so for us it's just uh, what can we give everyone that's going to benefit them rather than try to make everyone ex- experts in everything in 14 weeks. <laughs> Naileen, for you, what have you learned? Um, this is going to be a, a total cringe answer. <laughs> um, but for me, I knew this already before I left my old job, but I think how lucky we are to be in Scotland when it comes to data. Like We get um, different people to come in and talk to the students from different companies. Um, we encourage students to go to meetups, um, and you know we go along with them if they want, and... You know, there's so many different meetups and about data, but in sort of different areas, uh, you know, DataFest. Uh, there's just, I feel in Scotland, it's like big enough that there's so much stuff going on, but small enough that if you make connections, it actually makes a difference. Um, so I think through kind of doing all the stuff at CodeClan, it's really made me appreciate even more how lucky we are um, to work in data in, in Scotland. And yeah, I... I think if, if anyone's sort of hesitant, then go along to meetups and, and these kind of things. I, I can't advocate working in data enough. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. It's fantastic to see all that hooked together in your story, David, about going to DataFest, yeah. being inspired, then yeah. working with the CodeClan guys in the first cohort and then moving jobs and getting yeah, a new job is, is fantastic. Um, so let's talk about how we engage with CodeClan or if I'm listening to this podcast and I'm really interested in uh, learning more about the course uh, or an organisation learning about the course, what's the best way to contact you, Aileen? So uh, if you're a company who's interested in either donating data or becoming a partner or even just having a bit of a more discussion about the course, um, you can visit the website and we've got a partner engagement team that you can contact on there. Um, if you're a person who just wants to find out a bit more about the course or short courses, then we hold monthly open nights um, and also lunchtime events as well, both in Edinburgh and Glasgow, where an instructor will be there to kind of talk through in depth about the course and it's really a great time to, to ask questions um, and find out more before you, before you take that leap. Um, and yeah, there's also, you can find it more on the website um, and we have a lot of social media as well. Yeah. The open evenings are great because there's always snacks as well. <laughs> <laughs> snacks and beer and, <laughs> and, it, and you know, and data. <laughs> and we're all there. I think that's good. The people that are going to teach you are there to answer any questions. And yeah, as Aileen said, like we've got social media, we've got Instagram, um, where they posted we did an instagram takeover for data day in the life of a data student uh, not that long ago so that was good fun did you um, get more views in the software engineering course they haven't done one yet <laughs> we, we challenged the them they saw ours and went we should do one for software and we're like gauntlet thrown let's do it <laughs> um and then there's twitter which a, a lot of people see, seem to find us on twitter cocon's got quite active twitter presence uh linkedin facebook we apparently do have a youtube channel but there's nothing on there yet, so stay tuned. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are the best way. I would say the website's probably mm-hmm. where yeah, most of the central the stuff there. is. So yeah. Okay. And so let's give the last word to David, because you're the graduate. So what would you say to prospective students that are thinking about doing this? Yeah, I would just say if you're thinking about signing up to CodeClan's data analysis course, think you want to have a career in data, just go ahead and do it. Um, prepare for a lot of hard work. 
but it is really rewarding. At the end of the course, you'd be amazed at what you've actually achieved. Everybody looks back and thinks, well, it's amazing what we actually covered in that, that space of time. Um, and also prepare for it to take over your life <laughs> for, for the 14 <laughs> weeks or 70 days of the course and possibly beyond. <laughs> and I guess for, for me, it doesn't really matter how much you learn on the course. You were saying, you, you know, you've cut down the, the content a little bit. There's always more to learn and things are always changing and evolving. I think one of the key things for me that was taught on the course was actually how to learn because continually you have to learn in your career. So that's one of the key things. Fantastic. Well, Steph, David, Aileen, thank you so much for coming in. It's an amazing story. It's great to hear all the great stuff that you're doing. Um, And really, as you said, Aileen, it's fantastic to see this coming out of Scotland now and uh, keep smiling. (laughs) (laughs) We always will. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you.